Welcome back to another episode of Bevelations. This is our very first Wednesday episode, and I hope you all liked our first RuPaul's Drag Race recap with Brooklyn Ford and Satine Harlow. I apologize for the craziness of it. We recorded that literally minutes after the episode had ended. We were all a little... Uh, a few too many cocktails into the evening, and I learned a valuable lesson, which is eat dinner before going and hosting a viewing party, because otherwise you will be a wasted mess by the end. But I do think it was fun, and we're going to fine-tune that shit for our upcoming episodes, so I'm excited about that. And this is our first Wednesday episode with Miss Iris Specter. It's a fun little interview with one of my favorite people. So without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy this interview with Iris Specter. <laughs> Today we are joined by Iris Spector. Iris Spector is Philadelphia's drag robot and is currently Miss Fancy Brigade 2017 and won Drag Queen of the Year at the Philly Drag Awards. She's been in the business of drag for five years, starting in New York City while at Parsons and made the move back to Philly where she works regularly. Oh, you're a regular. Good uh-huh. for you. She's performed in venues from Maine to D.C., makes all of her own costumes and has her own design company, Greenhouse Fashion. Welcome, Iris Specter. Hi. Hi, baby. How are Hi. you? Hi. Cheers. 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 White clink. Wine. Clink. She's having a little franzia. She doesn't mind. Yeah, just a little arsenic, a little which apparently arsenic came in out. My drink I'm having there. a nice Moscow mule because oh, because I went to Target and saw uh, ginger beer, so I bought it. Now oh. I'm having a mule. I thought it was more. like... And for those like drinking at home, look, that's the sound of ice clinking. I guess so many comments are like, "Where's the ice clinking?" I was like, I was drinking wine in the last it's one. It's a Moscow mule. It's a Moscow mule. It's so hi, Iris. Hi, how are you, babe? I'm good. good. Welcome, welcome to my home. Oh, it's so big and luxurious, I, isn't it? And there's luxurious. wigs everywhere. <laughs> yep. Oh my God, I don't know how so, you sleep. So, have you had a chance to listen to any of the other podcasts? I did get a chance to. Who did I listen to? I listened to uh, you and Satine going back and forth. Oh yeah, that was fun. Which uh, was quite interesting. Don't be as horrible as her, please. Uh, you're welcome. I'm just kidding. I promise I won't. I so, um, thank you for providing a, a bio. Yeah. Uh, other people have not. Oh, well. Uh, so that's when I just make them up, like Satine Harlow's. Darling, you have to let the people know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, just make one up for me. Or at well, least then you, you get what you, you fucking deserve. Right. So um, you talked about it a little bit in your bio, but let's start at the very beginning, a very mm-hmm. good place to start. Yes. So uh, where are you from? I am from Delaware County, Pennsylvania. I'm from Delco. Delco, hon? Just Delco, hun. Just like uh, Tina Fey. I was just doing this on the phone with Maria today, the whole oh, like, you? Delco accent. Future, future guest Maria Topcat. Yeah, she's coming. She's Beware. <laughs> um, <laughs> Get a towel. She's coming. Kitty's got claws. Uh, uh, oh God. <laughs> so uh, I'll I drink before I that one her. and right. during. Yes. So um, so grew up in Delco, and yes. you mentioned um, going to New York. That was for college. Yeah, I, I went to um, the Episcopal Academy for high school and didn't really do anything with that. I was going to be like a biologist or something the like that. Episcopal Academy. The Episcopal what the fuck Academy. Is that? It's um, it once was ranked the second best private school on the East Coast, I believe. 
Oh. Yeah, it was like oh, real well, bougie. Smell I think, you. Don't quote me on that. That's like, that's questionable. Uh, that's a direct quote. That's a direct quote straight from the, <laughs> the offices of I Respecter. If you need to complain, talk to Karen at that's the front desk. That's what the stationery said as I was reading it. Yes. So, um, so you, okay. Sorry, so I, I, started, I started at Episcopal and uh, got involved in art finally. I didn't have an art class for like the first two years I was there. Uh-huh. And then finally got into one and was like, this is where I need to be. This right. is what I need to do. Right. I was sewing already at mm-hmm. home because I just I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with Alexander McQueen and like Gareth Pugh and Dior and blah 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 blah. You know, random insert random fashion facts here. Or, and insert people. random faggoty yeah. fashion inspiration. Ooh, yes, yes, Lacroix, darling. Terry McLeod. Stella. You know, it's it was a lot. So, so you moved to New York to go to Parsons School yeah. for Design. I went to uh, I went to Parsons, the new school for design, mm-hmm. uh, for fashion design, a major, and I had to leave because of family circumstances. Mm-hmm. About two and a half years into my college career, as they mm-hmm. say. That's air quotes going around that. <laughs> um, and I came for back to Philly. those of you watching the live feed at home. Yeah, for, right, exactly. I have a camera hidden in this apartment. I would time. not be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> hiding, it's always been hiding behind this huge <laughs> exactly. canvas. I've been lonely for a while. Leave me alone. <laughs> Tapes are escapades around. <laughs> I do. Um, coming to you soon. Um, yeah, it was, it was interesting. New York was like everything I ever wanted. Because I was a... Uh, a child actor. Like, I've been in a Yu-Gi-Oh! What? Club. Yeah. I, I, I was, didn't know um, that. I was in a uh, Schlesinger or Schlesinger or whatever. They work for NFL Films, but I was in a series of educational videos, the things you would watch in, like, sixth grade when right. your teacher a film would pull them out. <laughs> Swear to God, I was in one of those with Mark. You were the Florida prune juice girl? That's, a, that's a Hot Wives of Orlando. Oh, God. This, you know, I don't know, I don't know that. That's fine. I'm just, I'm nothing. Is it, Wait, what is it? Hot Wives of Orlando? Hot Wives of Orlando is this parody. <coughs> oh, that ginger beer is oh, spicy. Yeah, okay. Um, on Hulu, it's a parody of the Real Housewives. Oh, I didn't franchises. Know this. So there's a character that makes fun of Kim Richards from Beverly Hills, who was a child star and became an alcoholic and a uh, drug addict. Okay. It's Kristen Schaal from Bob's Burgers, uh-huh. and um, she plays the the. The Florida prune juice girl, when she was a child star oh my God. and grew up to be like a meth head, and like her opening tagline is, "Fame is in my blood, as is heroin." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But that was a, sorry. That's I not love that. I love that. Anyways, you were a child star. Yeah, I, I worked uh, for CESD up in New York and uh, Baby Boomers here in Philly. Uh, with oh, fancy! I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, I um, there you can find my uh, Yu-Gi-Oh commercial on YouTube still. Really? I swear to God. Oh my God! I have to find that and post it when this when this um, airs when this is posted. You have to. That you absolutely have to. And I also was in. Speaking of heroin and uh, the Peru oh juice girl, um, I was in an anti-meth campaign for. Oh, awesome! Yeah, so, so I think you did tell me about yeah, that. Yeah, and it says leaving your friends for dead isn't isn't uh, what is it. Um, Leaving your friends for dead isn't normal, but on meth it is. And I'm like lying there. I was gonna say dead. you were like the dead body I on was the floor. The dead. I was the ugly model. They didn't even make me like the pretty one. <laughs> they made so me like, dead. You look cracky enough. Just yeah. lay on the floor. We're just gonna accentuate the natural brown marks under your eyes that look like cavernous holes. <laughs> <clears throat> That's hysterical. So, um, and you started doing drag in New York City. Yeah. So originally I was going to go back to New York for acting and I went for fashion and then I found this group of people 
that like I just clicked with and started like going up to clubs with them. I don't really think I realized like how hard the drugs they were doing were, mm-hmm. but like they were into some shit. And like, so they were, you were going to be the body that was left. Yeah. By, but by like, the meth heads. <laughs> no, they would never, they're like the sweetest people ever. I'm totally kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they're going to be listening to this right. Philadelphia based podcast. Yes. So, um, basically they, I have to take a sip of this. Hold on. That's fine. Mm. Ah. That is, that is a nice crisp white. Yes. I really, I really love the aftertaste of poison <laughs> in my system. Really just What are you zings. drinking? Um, a color and, a, and an adjective. It's yes. a nice crisp white. Crisp white, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, where was I? I just got completely sidetracked. You were friends in New York City. Yes. Ah, yes. Yes. Aha. Uh-huh. Someone's on the ball here, not uh-huh. me. No, definitely, definitely not me. Um, I started hanging out with these club kids and went out to the Wolf Party in Webster Hall on Friday nights. Uh, Wolf Party was on, like, Tuesdays. So it was, like, in between my classes. And what year circa is this? Um, I would say 2011, uh, early 2012. Okay. Started going out with them, found my drag mother, who is, like... An older club kid, not like old, but like an older club. It was kid. vivacious, wasn't it? Yes, it was vivacious. <laughs> vivacious. Hey, girl, thanks for you were you were the model for Ornasia. Yes, I, I. Well, it actually was me. You guys didn't know. <laughs> my head is detachable. You're the um, second Philadelphia queen to be on RuPaul's Drag. Oh my god, I'm like that. <laughs> I'm like the second. <laughs> you're bitch. Um, I'm the second um, head. Of the, uh, what was that? Return to Oz? The bitch who could take off her head and, like, oh, put it down? Oh, Mum Mumbai. Princess Mum... Princess something. Princess something, something like that. Yeah, yeah, Mumbai. But Mumbi, I remember Mumbi. being terrified of yeah, her. Yeah, that was a fucked up movie. And that's what I think of when I look at Ornation. Mumbi. Princess Mumbi. Princess Mumbi. Yeah, I think that's what it was. That was a creepy movie. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> this, is gonna, this podcast is going to be three hours long because like, we keep just going off on tangents. Right. Perfect. Sorry. Um, so to make a long story short, started hanging out with the, out with these guys and got into doing actual drag after a while. Cause I was like really into the club kid thing, but I really wanted to perform mm-hmm. because I was a performer. Like mm-hmm. I was, you know, trained in dance to a certain degree. I was, I didn't go to college for it. And I, you know, I, my training was kind of scattered, but I was an actor, mm-hmm. uh, you know, proven. <laughs> There's evidence somewhere, mm-hmm. and um, I did. It's good enough for Yu-Gi-Oh. It's good enough for us. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, and also TV Land. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> TV Land. <laughs> I didn't Land. realize I was with Willem. Your IMDb Ooh, credits just keep right. piling up. Hi. Um. So, yeah, that kind of just it snowballed in. Uh, Jess Marquis, uh, rest in peace. He was a DJ at uh, Webster Hall in the basement at Trash, and he gave me a spot on his stage for his end of the world party which was on December 21st, 2012. Mm-hmm. And I did um, Human Behavior by Bjork and went out in this, like, skirt. That, you know those, like, skirts that have, like, the mirrors in it and they're all, like, multiple colors and really long? They're, yeah. like, like hippie skirts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that kind of a thing. I found one of those at a Goodwill and I painted on it and, like, did my hair up crazy and had, like, white shoes and weird fucking makeup and went out and did Bjork for my first performance. Okay. So, that's <coughs> that's how Irish was born. Perfect. Yeah, and then moved back to Philly and contacted Mimi after doing it a little bit other places. Like, um, I think I started doing stuff at Crimson Moon in Wilmington mm-hmm. uh, because Ben, my my best friend. Hey Ben, how you doing? Your drag husband. My drag husband. Uh, he 
was working there at the time. So he was like, yeah, come do a number or two or like, let's mm-hmm. do like a show or blah, blah, blah. So I got in with Shalita, Shalita Buffet. Um, and she gave me a spot there, started doing stuff there, contacted Mimi and then did Dollhouse. Oh, okay. And that's how oh, I... That's like you were in Dollhouse before Drag Wars. Yeah. Okay. I was in Dollhouse before Drag Wars. Uh, did... Um, the, you know when they went like back to the back to our roots kind of a thing, and it was me, Nevea, Poison, Maria. That was probably, I think probably like right before, right before I the, moved here. Yes, it was right before you moved here because I remember seeing you in Star in uh, the Circus of the Stars. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I said hi to you, and you were like, "Oh, hi, how are you?" And you were like in your <laughs> in your Bev character voice. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. Don't worry. So um, yeah, that was fun. That was good. So so your style. It's funny because, and I talked about this actually with Brittany Lynn, came and did a podcast a couple a week or two ago, mm-hmm. and she brought up um, the, uh, it was like on like Time Hop or Facebook brought up a poster. Uh, it was the first event that I did, one of the first events that I did in Philly that was actually a paying gig. It was when we went with Brittany Lynn to Atlantic City oh to God. do that gig at resorts oh at God. Pro Bar. And the flyer for it is me in, like, my old Bev makeup with just, like, blush and glasses. And then you're, like, cracky with red contacts uh-huh. and, like, a frizzy blonde wig oh, doing, like, Christ. looking like some kind of, like... Alien. Kate Moss alien. It was right. like, oh, oh, look at Kate us. Moss alien. I like that. We've, That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, we've changed so much. Yeah, we really have. It's kind of weird how you get an itch with drag, like, to do something different. Like, you'll be doing something for so long, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to try this. Mm-hmm. And... You go for it. It's not exactly right, but like the third or fourth time that you try it, like mm-hmm. that new thing, you get it and you're kind of like, this is exciting. Like this is something I have in my wheelhouse now. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll continue to do it. And then three years later, like you become a completely different person almost, right. you know? Yeah. I've talked to Mimi a lot about, because we'll have these debates about like whether or not I have abandoned the character that I started with, but it's like, I, you can only do so many, like, there's only so I, much I think you it's can good do. that to, you can grow from a place, but still be able to go back to that. Well, look at Ginger Minge. She mm-hmm. she started off the same way. She was like supposed to be a cross dresser for Christ. Like that's mm-hmm. like her her tagline. There's only so many Sandy Patty numbers. Right. People want to sit through exactly. before they're just like, okay, this is the same or, shit we've uh, seen what's before. Her name? Anita Bryant. You know exactly like those exactly. kind of people. Right. Yeah. It's it's very like one dimensional after a while. Right. That's that's kind of how like. I was doing these, like, super electro, like, you know, right. pop and lock stuff. Like, there's only so many songs, and there's only so many ways that you can do the same genre over and over and over again. Right. And I noticed that, like, after the third or fourth time I did Dollhouse. Right. They're like, because, oh, it's the lizard. Oh, she's the lizard again. Right. Or oh, like, she's the... oh, she's, it's, like, the same thing, but in a different color. Or, like, right. you, know, you know, it was just yeah. kind of, like... I had to realize that there's more to it, and I can't just focus on just that. You just needed to become versatile. Versatile. At least in one sense. A word words. that's never been in my wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so you started doing Dollhouse. Yeah. And then um, you and I both did cycle three of Drag yeah. Wars. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was fun. It was I, fun. I thought that was a good. Ex- I mean, it was a good experience for me. I I had no other previous. Yeah, I was just I was just super like. I was in a very weird place because um, I didn't really know that I wasn't going back to college at first. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I was kind of like the last one. Like my family was kind of like, so listen, um, you're not going back. 
just because of like other things that were going on. So like I was kind of emotionally like crazy. Right. I was on anti-anxiety meds for eight months when you first met me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like nuts. <laughs> I was like, I was on Lexapro. So like, I'd be like, I'm happy. I'm sad. <laughs> Lexapro. Lexapro. <laughs> nice. I mean, that's, there's a free drag name, Lexi, Lexi Pro. That's good. Yeah, I'm sure there's someone like in the that. South. Yes. Some, someone in the South named Lexi Pro. Lexi Pro. Um, is there? S- I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm sure there probably is somewhere. If you're out there, hey girl. Hey girl. We know you. So, um, when do you really think that you started? Because you said even in your bio yeah. that you won Drag Queen of the Year <laughs> 2016. Not that yeah. I'm bitter. I was nominated as well, but I didn't win. Um, oh, whatever. I mean, you, you're in the upper echelon, in my opinion, of queens in the city. You're mm-hmm. always working. Mm-hmm. You are... A, a core member of several different groups. Um, what? When do you really feel like Iris Specter, like solidified and took off from where she from where she was when you started? Oh, I think. I mean, I'm getting deep, bitch. No, I I love it. I love it because I was worried. I'm like, am I gonna have to be so, funny? It's <laughs> the most interested I'll ever be in you. So, um. oh, <laughs> if truer words have not been spoken. <laughs> This is the most interested I'll ever be in your life. Wait, does that make sense? Truer, if truer words have not been spoken or have been spoken, truer words have, have not never been, been have spoken. never been spoken. spoken. Right. So I said oh, not. You didn't go to college. Did I you? really didn't. <laughs> but I'm you pretty. You fail English. That's impossible. All right. <laughs> Me no know how to use English good. <laughs> anyway, well, you are from Delaware. It's right. Fine. I'm not from Delaware. You see, and you just contradicted Delaware yourself. County, Delaware, Delaware County. Delaware County. Same fucking thing. Oh Anyways. God. No sales tax. Um, That's very true. Anyways, so when did you become the big gorgeous butterfly that you are now? <laughs> um, I think it kind of it started with Drag Wars, and um, I was I was working doing karaoke after Drag Wars and kind of like came into my own and kind of like, I have a weekly gig now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, okay, like I'm, I'm going to try and like make this a thing. And I was working a day job and was miserable at my day job, like just completely miserable. Um, it's like emotional abuse almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like really bad. Well, welcome to day jobs in corporate America. Right. Right. But it was like, <laughs> no, to the point where like at one point I walked out because like I thought he was going to like like lash out physically. Oh wow. Yeah, it was bad. So, um I I eventually did All Stars mm-hmm. after like working a couple of things in between. I haven't gone into this realm of my mind in such a long time. We're going back. This is beautiful going back, right now. Back back to our roots. Trademark RuPaul. <laughs> there you go. He'll get you. Um Yeah, I started after All Stars ended. And after I was off the Lexapro and, like, kind of listening to myself more <coughs> and kind of, like, okay, let me just kind of go with this but keep it within the realm of, like, top 40 mm-hmm. or, like, make it approachable. You know, if I'm sitting in the audience, what am I going to want to see? And, right. and coming from that perspective kind of changed how I do drag in many ways. I think that's a perfect side – like, one of the best side effects of Drag Wars Yeah, is because – 
it teaches you to make things more relatable to, to an, an audience, audience. Yeah. especially an audience that's not necessarily there to see you. Right. But you still want to, entertain you still them. want them to want you right. to win, you right. know? And by the end of it, you know, we both had people that were like, you know, Hey, I came to see so-and-so, but I'm voting for you. Tonight. Right. Exactly. You know, like that right. was kind of and like I a think thing. That's a really important lesson. So that's what you should do, learn. girls. That's what you should do. <laughs> make it happen. Make them like you. <laughs> Because if they don't, you ain't gonna win. So, <laughs> so, um, so you did came back for All Stars. Yes, and after that, like, I I left halfway th- well towards the end, like the right. final night. I wasn't there because right. I planned a scheduling a, snafu. A, yeah, it was a scheduling snafu because my uh, boyfriend at the time. Um, who I broke up with afterwards, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> I was kind of like, well, mark, mark. Uh, exactly. Um, yeah, it just, I took a trip instead. Like it was a trip to Miami and my first time to Miami, I was like, I'm going to go to Miami. Like, mm-hmm. uh, either waste $500 of a flight on not going and possibly winning a thousand or just go have a good time, have a vacation and take a break. Right. And it was like, I need a break. Right. Cause yeah. like I was already going crazy Especially after that process. Cause yeah. you and I both went from cycle three, right. Fucking into all stars. Right. It was like yeah. immediately afterwards. And yeah. After that, I came back and kind of had this new energy and started just picking up gigs. Uh, I started working in Rehoboth, um, traveling a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, in between then and now, like I, I just started doing numbers that were that spoke to my heart in some manner, but also appealed to an audience. And then the robot happened, and I designed the robot because I was always interested in cosplay. And for those unfamiliar with the robot, explain that. Do an uneducated. I like to treat this like everyone's an idiot and they may not get our references. Oh, okay, so, cool. <laughs> the robot is a costume it's that a, you created. Yes, it's a it's a costume that I created and um, it was kind of like an homage to like early EDM dancey Iris and and this robot voice. Oh, I'm missing a point entirely. I started working with Gunnar Montana. Oh, okay. That is how the that's, robot was born. Because, oh, that's right. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Because you did so, that show where you were on the stilts. And right. Shit. So I started I working with Gunner, who is an incredible visual and performance artist who I puts together have him shows. On this. You should. He would. He would rock this. Um, he is. If you haven't looked him up, look him up. It's at Gunner Montana on Instagram. G U N N A R Montana. He. I love him. He's like. Oh God. Sweetheart. If I, could, I don't know him if as well I could as you clone do, him and been, marry him, he's I always would. been very, very sweet to me. He's he's an angel. Um, he's crazy, but like the good kind of crazy. All artists are in some way. Right, exactly. Hi, how are you? Uh, <laughs> insane. Hi. Are we outside? Right. Um, <laughs> this is a lovely tree. We're gonna pause a second so I can get another cocktail. Be right back. And we're back. Hello. <laughs> some people have said that's their favorite part where they're like, we'll be right back. And we're back. And we're back. Because I edited it right into each other. Yes. I had to make myself another delicious Moscow mule. Yes, indeed. All right, everyone. We're going to have a show. <laughs> now, some of the people who have been with me before, you know, it's going to be a tough grind. This is the acting that she was talking about. Yes, indeed. That's actually a song called Showtime by Cormac. K-O-R-M-A-C. Listen to it. It's shick dang darling. Oh, yes, Moscow Mule. That's the sound of me stirring my drink. Brought to you by Smirnoff. Smirnoff. Because you didn't get Absolute. Smirnoff. <laughs> Thank you. That's not Smirnoff. Because you couldn't find Absolute at the store. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, God, I used to drink Smirnoff ice. 
Oh my god! When, uh, this is how gay I was when I was in college. Uh-huh. We didn't play beer pong. We played smear pong. Where smear we would pong. Take, we would take Smirnoff ices and fill up the fucking oh. things and play beer pong. Oh my Smirnoff god! Because I was in a theater fraternity. Oh my god! You were in a frat. Alpha Psi Omega represent. I did not know you were in a frat. Theater fraternity. Oh my god! Not a real fraternity. So much Shut though. The fuck up! Oh, I had a really <laughs> hot big brother in my fraternity. Oh okay. Anyways, all right. So um, I've you seen pictures created of the. Goddamn robot. Yes. Up, 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 up. No, here, just to summarize, uh, Gunner does these shows every uh, September for Fringe Arts Festival right. in Philly. And he had me in one called Resurrection Room. And he turned the entire theme of it was like black and pink. Hot, hot fucking pink. It was like another planet, right? No, it's supposed to be here, but it was like aliens, like in this, like oh. in, almost like in the ground in a room, and like you uh. had, it was almost like this girl kind of it was like a loss of innocence and like understanding, and like she went through various phases of like discovery, self discovery, and fought almost like a video game, fought bosses along the way to get to the end, and ended up falling in love with one of the creatures, and he like defends her. And by I'm like giving away total plot twists and everything. Spoilers. He's not gonna do it again. He did it three, like two years, three years ago. Right, right. <laughs> so, so um, in this, I was like the second boss kind of, uh, and I was this. I was put in like a football shoulder pad thing with things like all over it and these huge arms and he had me on stilts, the jumping stilts Mm -hmm. and I had to train to learn how to walk in them and there's audience members on all four sides of this performance so I have to watch out and there's like strobe lights and and like I'm fucking sweating because we're doing all of the dancing. There was only like five people in that whole performance and Including Gunner, and Gunner ran around. He was so, like, ripped and thin by the end of the show that we were like, holy, holy mother of God, you, Adonis, hi, how are you? Like, he he was just ridiculous, and... It was the most fun I've ever had, like, doing something. I got to dye my hair hot pink. I, like, felt oh, like yeah. I was coming into my own and, like, being able to be, like, a performance artist. And I kind of adopted this robot and made it my own. And I made a version for myself because I fell in love with it and made it, like, tiny and silver out of, like, EVA foam and um, hot glue and, and, you know, made a bodysuit and a headpiece for it and everything. And it kind of became, like, a staple right. because I did yeah. it for a show and then it, I did it for the season seven premiere in Philly. Mm-hmm. I did it on stage. And that's when Trixie and Katya were in the audience. Right. And they were like, girl, yeah. what was that? Yeah. What just happened? Right. You know, they were like super sweet, by the way. They're like my absolute favorites. Yeah, they're, they're both very, very, yeah, very sweet. My absolute favorite. So when they did the whole like, uh, thing, mm-hmm. I, like, I lost my mind. I'm like, this is everything I needed. Anyway. Did that, and um, ever since, I've been, like, I traveled with that for a while and then started to make more costumes out of this material, and it kind of became, like, my... Signature. My signature, yeah. Like, you know, costume queen, and then decided to, after my day job, like, boiled over, I applied to Mac, got to be a freelancer for Mac, but never went in because they didn't schedule me. So I said, I said, fuck it. I'm going to do it myself. I want to be my own boss, call my own shots. Fuck you, I'm out. Like, let's do this. And that's how Greenhouse Fashion came to be. 
And that is your... And that is my brand. That's what I call myself. Um, so you make... I make costumes for local performers. Um, head, anything myself from head included. Yes, you can see plenty of Beverly's outfits are made by me. You can tell because the seams are unfinished. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No comment. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, I mean, it does. There's like, there's a grace period of like, you need to figure shit out, like how to make things work for other people while still charging your friends full price. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, darling, isn't that what the world's about? Really, darling. Cheers. 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 But so you, you, but you also make like, like I've seen you make like tank tops and yeah, jackets like, and that kind of stuff. That's the best thing about like not coming out with collections. I can just make whatever the fuck I want and post it and see if people like it. Want to buy it. Right. Yeah. Like it's really cool. Cause then it makes, it puts everything in my hands and like in my control and I can make a series of headpieces if I want or tank tops for summer. And it's all very seasonal. You know, if somebody comes out with this huge leather jacket and everybody's wearing it, I'll make a version of something like that and it'll sell like hotcakes. It'll sell in moments. Yes. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how that came to awesome. be. I've made stuff for you. I've made stuff for um, Peppermint, who's on RuPaul's Drag Race Season 9. Season 9. She's um, incredible. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, who else. I've made stuff for uh, New York Queen's. That I can't, that I just can't think of off the top of my head, but um, a lot of people in Philly have. Well, you're very for. prepared for this interview. I'm very prepared. Yes. <laughs> well, if you're looking for a custom piece, I just think of peppermint because I've made like the coolest stuff for right. her. Did you make her like some like piano? Yeah, I made her. I made thing. her piano corset. And necklace. You and made stuff like my that. Roz dress. For, I mean, yeah, for I made your Miss Roz Comedy dress Queen. for Miss Comedy. You Queen. made my my egg and my Fruit Loop dresses. That right, and your peacock. And my peacock dress. I, peacock just, dress. I, just, I just wore that on Saturday and got. Did you really? Yeah, I had to do this gig um, in North Jersey where we just had to wear costumes and walk or walk around, and that was one of them. It's oh, right over really there, cool. not bucks. Um, oh, okay. And you made my minion dress. Yes, too. I, I love your minion dress. That was my, one of my favorite things I ever did. Yay! So yes, hit up Miss I Respecter for all your costumes. And fashion needs. Yes. Ding ding. So you are a member of an illustrious <laughs> performance group here in Philadelphia. Yes. I like to call them skinny bitches on parade. Yes. But they go by the name of the Phillies Foxes. Yes. And you are our first fox to yeah. sit down here on the couch. Oh, it so feels tell so us good. a little bit about the evolution of the foxes. Um the foxes started off at um Frankie Bradley's mm-hmm. and um, Nicole and Dave approached me. Uh, Nicole and Nicole is works there and uh, ran events there and manages events there. Um, and Dave is one of the managers. So um, they approached me about, you know, hey, like these are the group of girls we were kind of like thinking of, like, you know, what do you think about doing a monthly show here? And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, right. first of all, you're a new venue. Right. Because it was. Frankie right Bradley's right had literally right just right opened. Right. And um, so we put it together. We got the group of girls together. It was uh, me, Maria Topcat, Ann Artist, Miss Karma, um, Lady Poison. Did I say Lady Poison already? Mm-hmm. Zsa St. James, Omira Lynn. How many did I count? Lady Poison. I said Lady Poison. You did? Yeah. Here, we're going to start this over. No, I was I was paying attention. Okay. No, I'm saying I have to count them because I don't want to forget anybody. (laughs) I think you said everybody. Yeah, Amira Lynn, Shazra St. James, Lady Poison, Maria Topcat, and artist Miss Carmen Me. Yeah, for for those playing at home. So um, the group has changed 
like a lot ever since. Just so you know, it, now it's um, me, Mary tonight, uh, Poison's back, Maria, Jaja, Safira, Omira. So. And now you're no longer at Frankie Bradley's. We're no longer at Frankie Bradley's. Uh, it was really Billy's successful boxes. there. It was really successful there. Like it just, the, the straight people loved it. The gay people loved it. Everybody in between loved it. Like it was just very, it was very um, encouraging for the space because the space is built as an open space to everybody. So like it, it's supposed to be a space you walk into and you feel comfortable no matter what, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's kind of like what they were going for with doing the show originally. Mm -hmm. And, um, it worked out really well. And now we're Philly's foxes because, you know, we had some disagreements with the management. Go in. This is gossip. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm going to tell you the tea. Tell you the tea. You heard it. <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. No, um, it just didn't work out. Um, logistically. Creative differences. There were, there were creative differences. Exactly. Um, also one of the things that kind of like built, built up with it is that also you need like dressing space and yeah, Frankie's, Frankie's is, is not really built to support a no. show. No, it's not. I, I, I don't know how they do all these fucking burlesque shows there where all these burlesque girls well, th girl have think about burlesque. I know, but they have like feather fans and like, yeah, but that kind of stuff can be stored headpieces and shit up. Oh, but like oh, when you true. have like bags that are soft that like, I, I mean, and I've seen burlesquers that have done stuff in there with amazing, like right. over the top, huge costumes and have yeah. like condensed them. I guess burlesquers are just smarter. The burlesque? I'm hosting a night of the burlesque festival there. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe they'll have a trailer out front. I don't know. <laughs> Shit. For me, because I'm the host and I'm right. a celebrity. Oh, anyway. my God. You know how much I would die if everybody else was crammed in that fucking closet <laughs> and you had a fucking trailer? I will pull up out front <laughs> in a goddamn U-Haul trailer. That I <laughs> Not only that, but you live right down the I street. Do. <laughs> I would, so we're going to take an hour break because Bev needs to walk back home. to her house. I have to run home and change costumes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, okay. So... We're pretty much caught up to the present now. Yeah. Um, and then you're all over the place doing gigs. You're in Delaware and Rehoboth Yeah, I started, I started working for Screaming Queens in New York City. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Done stuff with uh, Shaquita Hall, uh, Peppermint, as I said. Um, but it's all under uh, Misunderstood, who is a legend mm -hmm. in New York City. If you've seen uh, the Wigstock movie that's on, used to be on Netflix, but now I think it, the full thing is on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I just recently rewatched it when Alexis Arquette died and Misunderstood is one of the, one of the queens yes. in that. She's incredible and has like this huge, like, uh, she has this, uh, warehouse in New York that I got to go to one time. Mm -hmm. I lost my mind. <coughs> She's got stuff from Thailand in there that's like wow. crazy. It's just like every color in everything. I walked in and I said, can I move in? <laughs> She's like, can, can I just can sleep I underneath the feathers? Can I have this? Can I have this, please? And you have a monthly out in Wilkes-Barre. Yes, I do have a Wilkes-Barre. Wilkes-Barre. Um, yeah, I do. And I'm actually, I'm going this Friday. Um, this I'm come out. hoping to have... You up there very soon if you would like. I would love to go. Yes. Miss Estella only calls me when she needs replacements. Oh, girl. Not that I'm bitter. She's not bitter. I totally. I'm on my second mule. That's right. <laughs> Is your shoulder cold? I feel like my, sho <laughs> my shoulder just got really cold. Oh, look at her being comedy. Oh. So, all right. She's got the joke. So, there. we're right at the perfect time to. Um, Start our 20 questions, which usually end up being five portion of the show. Yeah. Where we talk about your highs and your lows. Okay. And then your pet peeves. 
And then maybe just end with a little words of wisdom for the children. So, all right. Um, so, what would you consider your favorite number to perform? My favorite number to perform is right now is easily Tears by uh, Clean Bandit. Um, in the past, like of the things I've done, I'm not familiar. Of the things I've done, my favorite's Neglected Space by Imogen Heap. And it's like this big gold number. I come out in a big gold coat and I have a... Oh, yeah. yeah, That one. That's easily my favorite because I don't think I've seen somebody like do that in Philadelphia before. I've seen Mm -hmm. people do things like that. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was just... I love love her so much, Imogen Heap. So... Um, And that song just gets like straight to my heart and like I, I literally sat and learned every word. It's like this spoken word piece and it's my favorite. Oh fun. Yeah. And I don't I don't have to really do anything other than like emote and act. Mm-hmm. So it's like in my realm of possibility. It's my mm-hmm. favorite. <clears throat> what is the song that you used for the original robot? The song I used for the original robot? Or the one that Do It Again by Rob. Do it. Yeah, that's right. One more time. That yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was like, I know I've heard it before. I'm so fucking sick of that song. You have no idea. That's okay. I used to equate you with that song um, where you had the light up hands. Oh, that um, Zed song or whatever. Uh, um, Stay the Night. Yes. Uh, you you, ca- I haven't done that in a while. And you would like turn your fingers yeah. on and do like the rave right. thing. That's what that I That's Beat Me Up. Yes, you did. Beat Me Up. Good times. Oh, God. Um, messy times, <laughs> messy times, darling. We're all like, I'm like, oh shit! Little flashes are coming back to mm-hmm. me. Uh, so, on the other end of the spectrum, what is your most embarrassing drag memory? Um, I I really can't think of one right now. Shit. I think just like a couple, a couple of times. I'm really hard on myself. Like really hard on myself. So there have been a couple of times that I've done. I did a Mystique number, and for Phillies Foxes, and I did not like it at all. Like my face wasn't like I lost the contact. I was in the suit. The mix wasn't good. Like people, the audience afterwards are just kind of like, yeah. like just kind of like wah wah, Don't you, you know. That. So that was one that I was kind of like. Ooh. And I ran back to the dressing room and was like, I don't like that. I'm never <laughs> doing that again. I don't want that. Yeah. So um, I think other than that, um, early dollhouse performances easily. Because like I've seen them on YouTube and I'm like, oh, girl, no. Like just don't ever again. Like just early early dollhouse yeah, stuff is embarrassing for me. Yeah. Um, I see. You no, know, I like. I like your early stuff. Oh God! I think your early stuff is really like endearing to me because it's one, like, like I had it was like I got thrown into like the outer space week like a day before, uh-huh. and I was like I did Mean Green Mother from Outer Space from Little Shop of Horrors wearing a green sequin ball gown. Oh my God! And then like literally like green Halloween store paint. On. I I remember that. I remember that. I I also remember. I didn't know what I was doing. So embarrassing. There were so many times at Dollhouse where like we were just thrown into the fire. Or like seriously, like or just the worst themes ever. It's like oh this week is Mamma Mia Abba week. Right. So we, everyone has the new Abba because the cast of Mamma Mia is coming and they right. never came. <laughs> 
I remember that. So and I remember Satine and Brooklyn. doing what they were doing. Satine and Brooklyn were like, I'm not fucking doing this. This is a stupid fucking theme, and I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. So naturally, she went out there and did poop noodle. Exactly. <laughs> Brooklyn came out and did fucking, and I'm telling and you. And I'm telling you, right. Yeah. Oh, good times. Oh, God. They're going to um, crucify me for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm like the little yippy dog that's just kind of like, I'll like occasionally bite you. Yeah. But like, they're like the big dogs that are like, no, girl, because we'll destroy you. Like, I will pee all Literally, over Literally, they'll just sit on you. Right. Um, hi. <laughs> so, all right. So what are your pet peeves, your drag pet peeves? Um... Drag pet peeves are people who think they can dance and they cannot. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, I say that if you're going to be a drag performer, be a performer first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Don't just don't just do drag because like you like if you want to do drag because you want to go out and be pretty on stage, be in the crowd. Right. You know, if you feel as though you have a performance and you you want you have a performer's heart and something that like you need to get out or you were an, you know a theater kid who never made it past the the chorus and or something like that like fucking go for it right. be a fucking drag queen be that bitch right. you know yeah. and show everyone that you still fucking got it you know and you just were never picked for the right thing right but if you're not a performer or like you you're just if it's not working for you and you're trying to sell yourself as a performer, that drives me crazy because it's yeah. like I want to be nice and be like you're you're doing good but like if you want to do something like this is what you have to right. do to make it good. Yeah. Or I feel like this city is accessible. There's so many drag queens in Philly now, and they're springing up left and right as the days progress. Yeah. But Philly isn't a city where there's look queens and performance queens. Right. But because, that's... like, New York City or, like, L.A. or, mm-hmm. like, a bigger city just has girls that... It's mostly just in New York. Just get dressed up and go out or get dressed up to go to a party and just they're hired to just be there in a costume. Exactly. And they're not hired to to do anything which, other which than I'm still hired for. <laughs> oh, are you? <laughs> I was hired for that on Saturday so fuck yourself. Um, in a costume I made for you. And did did the check clear? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so shut the fuck up. Oh. Yes it did. Thank you. Oh, God. Uh, now she's mad at me. No, I'm not. I'm going to edit this all out and put an Ariel Versace. That's all. Oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, perfect. we didn't even talk about All-Stars too. Oh, God. Can we not? <laughs> can we just not talk about that? I don't want to well, talk about We're that. ending with you lip-syncing to Bad Babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> Got my inside, boyfriend in your shower. Inside joke. <laughs> um, I'll tell you about it after she leaves. Um, <laughs> so, so anyway, so pet peeves beyond pet just peeves, okay. Um, being told to lip sync a song that fucking blows <laughs> as the final lip sync of a of a um, you, I you you did that to yourself. I, I love you to death. Sorry, but, but you, you know did what? That to yourself. Here's one of the things I I totally get the appeal of making people uncomfortable and making it a problem. But at that point, I had done so much that night. I almost, I'm not going to lie to you, I almost didn't even lip sync. Like, I almost just stood there and said, you know what? If this is going to be the deciding factor between me or her, 
like she can have it. Yeah. You know, at that point I was like, fuck it. Like you, if, if you my, were, you had been through three cycles of drag wars at that point. Yeah. Like, so I we was all like, had to learn shit well, and do why. shit we didn't want to do. Like I had to fucking learn Roman's revenge by Nicki Minaj for what, the one time I was up for elimination. Girl, that was, that's so easy in comparison. That was, it's a, it's a, for me. Yeah. Do you think I'd ever fucking heard Roman's revenge before? Uh, no, that's true. Have I, have I used it since? <laughs> No. If it was in a Broadway show, perhaps. Or, or, uh, never mind. Or, <laughs> or an FX TV show. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, so, okay, so you're not giving me anything fun for these pet peeves. Pet Keep peeves. going. Go in. Um, Go in. Peeves, Let it all out. Uh, ugly shoes. And I, ha- I used to have a lot of them. <laughs> That's why. Shoes. Ugly shoes. I really fucking hate ugly Pilgrim shoes. Pilgrim shoes. Pilgrim shoes. And I'm, I'm a... We're getting ready to start another cycle of drag wars. I'm excited for some oh Pilgrim God. shoes. I just made a comment to, to a girl when I was judging the contest on Sunday. I was like, girl, you came out here in slippers. She came out on stage in slippers. And I told her, I said, girl, just a simple buckle shoe, a pilgrim shoe. And I used the word pilgrim shoe. And everybody in the crowd was like, pilgrim shoe? What the fuck? <laughs> no, so I was couldn't she, be like, was you know. She in a, was it like a costume choice? or was No, just, no I think it was that she wasn't prepared to go on stage yet. Oh. Yeah, it was one of those things. But it was like, I totally talked to her about it afterwards. And she was like, yeah, I, was, you know, I can't. Didn't have okay. time. So that's fine. I was like, all right, well, you know, if you were running downstairs, but right. um, yeah, pilgrim shoes, uh, just ugly shoes I don't like, or um, un- like uneven padding and body and like not, not being conscious of like how you look is a big thing for me. Okay. You know, <clears throat> I'm fine with like wigs. You can have any style you want, but if you just like generally don't have like a concise like message or look or look sloppy, it bothers me. Mm. Okay. Yeah. If you're going to be bad, be good at being bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've made my career on uh, it. No, and I don't mean bad as in, like, good or bad. I mean, like, bad as in, like, you know, like, like, kind of, like, raunchy or nasty or, like, you know, disheveled. Like, if you're going to be disheveled, be the most disheveled you can be. Right. Don't be, like, fully done up in one bra strap. strap yeah. Like, one bra strap. Bra strap. Bra strap popped the, off. The arsenic in her wine is getting It's finally getting to my head. So we are right at about 45 minutes, so we're going to wind it up here in a moment, but this yep. is the perfect time. So as Philadelphia's current reigning drag queen of the year... God, the bitterness in your voice. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, what, what words of wisdom or advice or... Um, there's been a lot of discussion in the last few weeks about the status of the gayborhood and what it needs and what it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And as the drag queen of the year, what what's your thoughts on that subject? Um, I have two phrases that pop into my head. Shut up and listen is a good one. Good one. Shut up and listen. And uh, the, the adage from those old... T-shirts that used to be passed out. It's like a. It was like a, um, an organization. Just uh, say no to drugs. No, stop bitching and start a revolution. <laughs> stop bitching, start a revolution. You know, it's just stop fucking complaining. Like, no one fucking cares. Well, I mean, people do care. And, like, you know, oh, my God, I love you so much, girl. Like, you know, this is so great. Those people don't care about you. Those people don't message you every day. Like, Facebook is one thing, but it's about the people you've built relationships with. Right. So if everybody just shut up and listen to each other, like, 
in person, like, what they need from the other individual. Yeah, and there's also a lot of keyboard courage, I yeah. feel like, with it, when it comes to, like, the infighting, where it's, like, shit that you say online behind the... Behind the, the, behind the, the wall. The, the, right. In the, in the privacy... The, 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 <laughs> the wall. I will build a wall. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. Words of wisdom... Um, I know, like, the typical thing is to be, like, be yourself, but, like, trust your instincts is more of what I want to say. Trust your instincts, but um, make it approachable to people. Don't go out just for and, and do something just for the sake of doing it. Have purpose. Have, right. have a drive. Have a purpose behind it. Have an intention because that will push it to where you want it to go is a big thing. And what my mom always said to me, um, go with There'll what... be days like this. There'll be days like this. <laughs> no. My mom always said. Oh, oh okay, God. Sorry. Go keep playing. Oh. <laughs> uh, my it's mom the always, mule. It's the, it's the mule. It's kicking her in the ass right now. Um, my mom always used to say to me, uh, go with what got you there. Hmm. Just keep keep using like whatever got you to where you are now. Just keep fucking going with it. That's a, Move that's, forward. That's good. That's a good. That's a good note to end yes. on. Go, yes, go with what got you there. Go with what got you there. So, um, anything you want to plug? Now, keep in mind this will probably come out in a few weeks. I'm releasing them weekly now, um, but I've got a couple in the in the bucket that okay. I need to get out. But you do karaoke every Wednesday night. Yes, I do karaoke every Wednesday night from 10:30 p.m. to <laughs> from 10:30 a.m. Uh, 10:30 p.m. to 2 a.m. at Knock Restaurant and Bar, and it is on the corner of 12th and Locust. Perfect. Yes, uh, AKA what, right downstairs of where we are now in exactly, my apartment. Exactly, <laughs> and that's what I'll, Mr. Be, I'll be down a little bit, Mr. Brandon Robert. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a. Semi-monthly. It's going to move to bi-monthly show. Uh, Philly's boxes at the Punchline, at the Fillmore. So it's like right near um, what's Sugar House uh, Casino. That's in Northern Liberties. Northern Liberties. Okay. Yes, and um, it is the next one we have is on April second. Okay. April second is our next one, and we've got some serious shit planned. I think I may even do like a little mini film for it. So Ooh. yeah, I want to venture into I'll new make things. Sure this comes out before that then, yeah. so that's fine. All right, Iris, well thank you for coming over. Thank you for having me, Beverly. I'm glad to be Beverly Ridgenap. <laughs> Remember when that was gonna be my last name? Yes, Bev Ridgenap. Bev Ridgenap. Bev yes. or yeah. Alright. Bye Iris. Love you. Thank you guys. Bye. All right, that was our interview with Miss Iris Spector. Uh, if you have been enjoying the podcast, please subscribe if you have not already. And follow me on Instagram at It's Bev Bitch, where I announce when the episodes are available online. Also, uh, if you are a business owner, I am still looking for sponsorship for this little shit show. And I would love to partner up with some local LGBT business people to try to promote both of our businesses. Also, if you are a fan, if you don't mind going to iTunes, um, it will increase uh, viewership by leaving a positive review on the iTunes homepage of my humble little shit show. So thank you for tuning in. And tune into the next episode of Bevelations. Bye.